Welcome back to Movie Matrix, and as always, I'm Jordan. We've got Matt. What is going on? We got my dad. How's it going? And today we're doing another Matrix mini pod over Arkansas. Are you guys ready? We are ready. Let's do it. All right, so um, one of the main reasons we're doing this, other than the fact that it's a new movie that we can actually do, is we are all from Arkansas. We live in Arkansas at this moment, and so we thought it would be a cool thing to do anyways. Yeah, um, I would say first things first, we're going to get our first reactions to this movie. Uh, my first reaction was it was had good cast. Um, um, the acting wasn't great for the cast, in my opinion. And the story itself was good for the first like act. The second act did not like that, and then the third act it was better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a lo- I think it has a lot of issues, but I do like. Um, is it Duke? It's Clark Duke. Clark Duke. Clark yeah. Duke. He plays Swin in the movie. Uh, it's his direct director debut. Yeah, he, he really directed it. He does pretty good. I- I've liked him in almost everything he's in. He's a funny guy. He was funny in this. I didn't know it was him until I heard his voice. Like you can't really like the very first shot of him is kind of farther away. Now, yeah. And if you see a picture of him, like say when he was in Hot Tub Time Machine, yeah, looks completely <laughs> different. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, Jordan. Uh, this movie's this movie's all right. It has it has some good stuff that work about it. It has some stuff that falls super flat. Uh, we'll talk more about that. But yeah, Clark Duke, I knew him from the movie Sex Drive or from yeah, Hot Tub Time Machine. And, uh, um, he had a little reoccurring thing on Two and a Half Men. Kick-Ass um, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in both. He, and, um, he was his best friend. Yeah, and he's always pretty He's friends. always pretty funny. And in this movie, he has a few pretty good pretty good jabs. Uh, um, I will say um, that's probably the thing I like the most about this movie is I thought the dialogue was pretty well written. Uh, Clark Duke wrote and directed it, you said, and I think... That's what I'm saying. I think the dialogue was pretty well written, like the banter between the characters and stuff, and um, some of that was pretty good. Um, that's that's the only aspect of the writing that I really liked because I felt like the overarching story that was being told was nothing special, and it was kind of sluggish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This, this movie to me was it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was good for a, a first time director. Yeah. That that's not. I, I give that to him completely. I mean, mm-hmm. this is not bad for that. The story was, uh, it was a mess in some places. Sometimes it was pretty good. Uh, it just depends on, like Jordan said earlier, it 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 was a long two hours. I'll put it that way. It, it was it was it was. Some of it was difficult to watch. Some of it, some of it was was enjoyable, but it was just it was it was kind of a mess overall. Yeah, and there's a couple of good things in it. Um, I think Liam Hemsworth. Is a little bit wasted. I think he's a good actor, mm-hmm. but man, he wasn't written very well. Can I say one thing though? Yeah. The, when he, when he first met, what was what was it, was it what was his Swin. Swin. Swin? That's him. When Swin. he first met, what kind him, of name is that? Your mom's I was, name. Yeah. I was going. I was <laughs> okay. going. Liam sounds like somebody. Who does he sound like with his southern accent? You know, and it hit me later. It's, he sounds a bit like Josh Brolin. Okay. With his southern accent. Yeah. And then later on, I find out his daughter's in this movie. Yeah, John's yeah. I'm like, daughter. that is really weird. Yeah, uh, that is weird you say that, because I looked her up afterwards. I was like, surely that's... I was like, she has a last name, Brolin. I thought, surely that's not Josh Brolin's but kid. But if you is. listen to him, especially at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, that sounds just like somebody. And, I, and to <laughs> me, it was Josh Brolin. I thought he sounded like his brother a lot, Chris. I was like... <laughs> yeah, they sound pretty Chris, similar. Because Chris, Chris Hemsworth talks very... Um, he has a very low voice, and mm-hmm. Liam really doesn't usually have this kind of voice, obviously. Yep. But no, I think the the character he was given, he did good with. 
And I get he was supposed to be more of like the straightforward, simple. He's kind of he's kind of simple in the mm-hmm. way of like he's just like I've never liked the big things in life. I've, I've always been straightforward. And then you got Swin, who is an idiot. <laughs> he likes every <laughs> little thing. So I I yeah. love their I do love their relationship in this. But man, I just don't think Liam Hemsworth was given enough to do in this because he's he's, he's he, he is a good actor. I can yeah. You can say that about a bunch of the characters in this movie though. Um, like they I weren't think, given enough. I think John Malkovich is part of one of my favorite parts he of this movie. He was my favorite part yeah. of this movie. <laughs> I literally I told Jordan earlier right before we started recording. I told him I said I took a I took a little note just cuz I wanted to remember to say this. I put I just jotted down while I was watching the movie. I don't know what John Malkovich is doing, but I weirdly dig it. <laughs> like I don't know what he's doing, but I like it. It's he was, he he was by far for me the best part of this movie. Um I also read that this was based on a novel um yeah. which is it was adapted. I haven't read the novel, but it, as far as ad- adaptations go, it wasn't bad. Um, and our, also, even though it's called Arkansas, eighty-five percent of this was was filmed in Alabama. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like there was three scenes that weren't when they show hot. They they did some in Hot Springs, Arkansas, right. and then they just did a, a little bit shot of the Little Rock. <laughs> Uh, like a water, water tower, tower. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure that had to do with you know money and incentives. Yeah, it did. Probably, yeah. But I just thought that was an interesting tidbit that most was in Alabama, which really the landscape's not much different. So, yeah. Um, but kind of getting back into it, yeah. It the the thing I didn't like about this. Okay, so I, I think it was cool that it was in chapters. I think that's different. I think um, I think you know Clark Duke went for something that's a little bit different in the chapters. Here's the thing: there was four chapters. I didn't like two of them. Um, no, there were five actually. Five, so I didn't yeah. like two of them. Two and a half. <laughs> I, you find out who Frog is very early. It's not really a spoiler. We'll get into spoilers later. But you find out who Frog is really early, or you go to IMDb. I already know who it was going to the movie. Yeah. Um, and which I liked, Frog, but I did not like all of the backstory. Mm-hmm. So I wish he was more mysterious in this movie because mm-hmm. the more you learn about Frog, the less you like the character see, and the fact that of how cunning he is. See, and I was gonna say the exact same thing. I. I was disappointed that they revealed him so early in the movie, and they could have left out a lot of his backstory. Yeah. yeah Seriously. I, see, yeah, I agree, I agree with you guys both. I thought um, as soon as they kind of went into it, I was like, well, okay, you're going to get a bit of a hint, you know, and kind of see where he came from. I was like, that's fine. But then they spend like 45 minutes on it, and I'm thinking, you know, that kind of demystifies the character of who he is in the present day of who our main characters are dealing with. You know, it kind of takes that away, and it really slows the pace of the movie down yeah. because the movie's kind of cooking with our main characters, you know, and you're getting invested, you're kind of digging it, and then it cuts to another chapter, and then all of a sudden you're in Memphis in 1985, and it's really, it really just gets sluggish there. And I think another part that kind of disappointed me with that is that uh, had it not been for the backstory, he was not in this story much. Not and really. that was disappointing. And not really. I, I almost would have preferred him only being the three or four scenes of the present day didn't mm-hmm. have all that backstory. And too. they could have done a lot more now with He would have had like an hour and 20 minute movie if yeah. that were the case. Could have done still. a lot more with him too had they True, kept him yeah. from in the present. Every time he goes, they do the, I don't mind a little bit of backstory. I don't. I think mm-hmm. you, I think Frog needed a little bit. Maybe just yeah, the start. Fine. Maybe. Yeah, but fine. this movie goes through the start to the finish of him, basically. And I didn't like it because I was more invested in Kyle and Swin and Jonna and what's going on there and the, the mysterious characters that keep coming in, checking on Bright and all this other stuff. I was more invested in them and seeing what their story does than I cared about what Frog did. Mm-hmm. Like I know you get a consensus that no one knows who he is, that he that they think that he lives in like or in a really nice place. That's all I really needed from him. And then you see him, and so you're like, well, we're good. I didn't mind seeing where he came from, 
but I did not like See, and I taking think, away from all the characters. I think that once they, they started going back to his backstory, it took away some of the mystery of him. Well, yeah. And that was disappointing. Yeah, and I was tired of getting like 30 minutes away from Kyle and Swin. It wasn't cut. It, the, it, oh, yeah. The Robert, cutting yeah. of it wasn't well. I, I wouldn't have mind to go back to 1985 for 10 minutes. But it was like 25 or 30. And you start to kind of, I didn't forget, but you start kind of losing the tension of what happened yeah. with, Kyle and, with Kyle and Swin. And so then you go back and you have, oh, yeah, this happened. And yeah, you it like, doesn't Wait. feel as urgent. And it got confusing for me because, like, all of a sudden, um, certain things start happening. I'm like, what? And then it, goes, then it jumps back. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then it jumps back and how to remember that, that's, that these certain things happen. And that kind of took away from the overarching story story of this and the mm-hmm. just the tension because there's a lot of tension in the first 30 minutes and i think even the uh the, when you go through the backstory of with the part with the twins yeah it was just kind of it was there it wasn't there was it almost felt like it wasn't necessary because it didn't really move the story along enough they could have been just two ruffians that showed up later on that you know it just wasn't it didn't feel i don't know it just didn't feel right what's well, let's just go to you in a spoiler because if we want to talk about the twins, we got to spoil a little bit. Let's just do spoilers because I don't. There's not much more we can say without spoilers. Because maybe if you can spoil it, so let's do spoilers. No, I am the father. I see dead people, and that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. All right. So yes, I don't. I don't like that whole chapter of the twins. I thought that I- chapter probably could have been cut because. With the way I get that he has a bond with him, and then Mr. Bright says the exact same thing to Kyle and Swin, exact same thing. So I get that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I thought that was halfway clever. I, yeah. yeah, that was. That whole the, like, the line. Too, that was nice. And there's a lot of callbacks. Even when like when he's in the hotel room and she goes, Love you, sure, baby. And then you find out at the end that it's the same black one, which I knew anyways. Yeah, I mean, you, they you do the same banter. Yeah, but that that's tied up well. I do, I do agree they do that well. But like the twins thing is. It was just clunky to me. He was, he just comes up on these two twins. He's like, yeah. so what do you guys do? Like, what would you do if you told your grandma you're off to college? Do you believe we're going to college? And then, then they become drug lords, which is fine. Yeah. But I don't need all of that. I could They could have showed up. They could have made a little bit of a back uh, flashback showing him meeting them. And that could have been it. Like, that's what I was saying. Kind of an introduction to yeah, them would have been man, fine. Man, it was a lot. But as yeah, much as they put in there, was, um, I didn't think it was necessary. I do I do kind of want to... Let's talk about those chapters for a minute. Because it is an interesting way to tell the story um, in certain chapters and stuff. And, you know, one chapter, one chapter being in the present day, one chapter being in the past. Uh, they could have cut a couple of chapters or just tacked them onto another chapter. You or know just what I mean? cut them in half. Like most of the chapters going back with frog are just long. Yeah. And the other chapters are like with these whole chapter sequences and stuff. I got several vibes where I thought, you know, Clark Duke is trying really hard to beat Tarantino or the yeah. Cohen brothers. Yeah. Something exactly. Like it's a very, Tarantino. I was going to say Tarantino. It's yeah, very Tarantino vibe. Cause like in the last 30 minutes is when you start getting most of the action. You got the Tarantino type of, storytelling which and he's not as good but i think he does well with the storytelling thinking mm-hmm. kind of along the lines of reservoir dogs type of thing you know yeah i will say i will say because really of weird, that though. yeah i will say because of that because it was like he was trying to rip off tarantino where the coen brothers i mean not rip off but pay homage or per, pay homage to you know um i will say i did kind of like the tone of this movie how there was a few times where um there was a few times that i was now granted the tone kind of it's fairly consistent, even though the pacing becomes very sluggish in parts, you know, but the tone I felt was fairly consistent um, in the fact that it gave you, 
I don't know, it gave me almost like modern day film noir kind of vibes and stuff, which I did like, even though I felt like the movie was shot through like this weird paper towel lens. You know, everything was kind of grainy and kind of um, mushy and not very crystal clear. Um, but the overall, t- maybe that was on purpose. Uh, maybe the flashbacks was, for sure were. It? Yeah, maybe yeah. it was the budget. Maybe it was on. Maybe it was intentional. Um, but I did like the overall tone of this movie. Like I said, I the tone was fine. I didn't think it was. I agree with what you're saying that you liked the tone and everything. But like I said, the problem with the tone of the movie is I don't think it keeps it very long. Like the tone at the beginning is a lot different than what happens in the middle, and then the tone kind of picks back up at the end. The middle, the second act is so sluggish and so the pacing is so bad. That's when you start getting your chatters about frog, basically. Yeah. At that point, like I said, it just takes away from the characters you care about. Like I, ca- I started caring about Kyle and Swin and John a little more, especially when she gets pregnant and Swin's like, "Well, I'm gonna be a dad," and they. Get, and he's like, crap. And they go through how they won't get married yet because they won't. In fact, their their relationship was really kind of weird. And sometimes I didn't know. Yeah, I kind of liked it, though. It's kind of strange. I, I liked it, like but it. sometimes I had no clue if they actually liked each other. I will <laughs> say, I will say, whenever whenever he is, whenever they first start this mission in Arkansas and stuff, and they start living at, uh, living with Bride or at his house or whatever, and, and he first stumbles upon Jonna's character in the grocery store, I thought, I was like, I'm going to be pissed if she, if this gorgeous girl he finds in a grocery store goes for this weaselly little gross dude that Clark Duke plays and surely enough she does he does look really gross in this movie and that's, that's kind of funny also because their drug dealer supposed to blend in but look at the way he dresses. Look no, how, I know. Look how flamboyant he is. Kyle's it's, like just could be anybody. Hilarious. You know? Yeah, Kyle could be a freaking carpenter for all we know. But yeah, Clark Duke's character, I don't know, or Swin, I don't know what he's doing. And can I mention one other thing? I, one thing that I hated about this movie, and I will just say it flat out, the music. I hated the music of this movie. I agree. And then we had a whole scene where that band was, was singing. Oh, and I didn't like that. The dude couldn't sing, but I couldn't fast forward because that's also the time that John Mal- Malkovich was being tortured. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they kept going back and forth from the from the bar to the torture from the bar. And I was going, oh, my gosh, I can't take this much more. Yeah. I didn't. I, I agree with you. I did. I mean, it didn't li- It didn't make me angry, but I did not understand the musical choices and stuff. During the, there'd be an intense moment, and then some slow country song would just well up really loud, you know. Yeah. I thought it was strange. So me and Matt did this exact same thing. Actually, we looked up one of the guys in this. So what happens in this movie is basically the drug deal kind of gone wrong. He gets followed, but instead, Swin's thinking about his girl instead of seeing follow. Right? right. So Bright gets it gets um, taken hostage. Basically, well, that guy that takes him hostage, the weird dude, is actually uh, Clark Duke's brother. Okay. In real life. Um, which is, I guess, it's cool and everything. He was really freaking weird. You um, see that close up on him? Yeah, I hate. They're I, leaving. That was weird. Well, like that dude is psycho. There's a couple things in the beginning of this movie. I, I hate. I did not like the way it was shot. Sometimes. Yeah. So it felt pretty cheesy almost every time that they really zoomed in oh. on a face. Like I know Tarantino. It does remind me of Tarantino, but Tarantino made that happen and it worked well. Yeah, like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there's a lot of those. Does it but matter? It works yeah. well, but in this, like, it was really cheesy. Like at the very beginning, it was cheesy. I think, and that part was. I mean, I, I get past. I it. agree. That was one thing that stuck out to me quite a bit. Some of the sh- way shot things was the, not. Yeah, good. a lot. I, I'm with you. A lot of the shots, the transitions, the edits in this movie, I just thought were very strange. You know, it didn't flow. It didn't. Didn't jive very well. Just the transitions and everything were weird. And like my favorite character at that point, I think I would say Swin and Kyle. I would like tie for the same for me. Like yeah. throughout the throughout the movie, they get better for me. 
But I really think John Malkovich really stole the show the he very did. first 30 minutes. And, I, and I'm fine with him dying. Like, I'm fine with all that. See, the I way was, he went out was... I was, was disappointed they didn't leave him in there a little bit longer. The way he went out was I funny. What you mean. Like, he's like, the, when, when he gets shot and he shoots the other guy and they're, they're laying on top of each other, he goes, are, are we dead? He goes, we haven't died yet, you know? And <laughs> that whole, up, yeah. whole scene was good. It was pretty... It, I, like, bit my... Like, like biting my teeth or like grinding, grinding my teeth whenever he was like sticking the hanger in his ear. I was like, Ugh! you know, and so that scene was good. I wish they could have kept Bright around, but for the story, I guess Bright had to die. But then once Bright dies, the story is so stagnant. It does nothing. Like they're they're basically because Kyle even says he goes. I mean, we don't have any orders. We're just gonna stay here and try and keep doing money until Frog get, gets to us, basically. Yeah, a lot of it's just them hanging around the house and, and getting packets. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. After after Bright dies, they could have focused more on Kyle and Swin's character and their um, and their adventures and their drug deals and stuff that they do. But that's kind They're of in the background, cuts. and then they yeah, that's kind of in the background, and then they focus more on Frog and who he is and what he's been through and stuff. Which again, I just I wish they would have done like five to ten minutes, and that's it of that, you know. Also, just thinking about it now, I wish what they had done is cut down on Frog's story, and maybe done a short snippet of Bright's story. Kind of where he came from. Yeah, you get a little bit of that. That might have been fun. Speaking of Frog's backstory, can you really stab somebody with a plastic fork? I was was going to bring that up. Is that even possible (laughs) to do that? I I mean, I guess I guess you stab him in the eye. In the Uh, eye. So one thing, since we're in spoilers now, but. I did think that Vince Vaughn was good as mm-hmm. Frog. He's, he's he's a good actor. People don't give him enough credit. He, he he's known for dodgeball. He aged very well in thirty five years. Yes, he did. He looked <laughs> the exact same. So, but with the Frog backstory, what I don't what makes it so unmysterious now. Look, so when you first get to the, when you first get here, Frog's like the Overlord. No one wants to mess with him. Well, basically, Frog just gets lucky a lot throughout. He's like he takes charge a couple times and kills people. Sure, yeah, but. After, he he's not even one that start. He he just got someone came to him and asked him if he wanted to start dealing cassette tapes. He goes, "Well, I can do that." And then he gets the drugs, and eventually he just starts framing his friends. Okay, and then you find out how unorganized it is. Really, he's got two guys under him. He wants to retire, right? Well, the two bros are idiots, basically. And then you find out that they're screwing him over, so he kills one of them, which is whatever. But like the unorganization of his pro of his. Drug, yeah, I ring feel like they glossed over was, a lot of that. Was pretty annoying to me because, like, if they wouldn't have shown me all that, I would have thought he was like, maybe that was the point that he was unorganized, and but I didn't like it. And just the fact that a lot of this second and third act has to do with a bunch of misunderstandings. He does. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what it is: I, misunderstanding after misunderstanding. Yeah, I do, um, I do agree with you. I, I do like Vince Vaughn in this movie. He's pretty. Have y'all seen Hacksaw Ridge? He plays the drill yeah, sergeant yeah. in that. He's really Seems good. Part of it. He's really good in that. Uh, anyway, but I do like Vince Vaughn in this movie. He's he's fine as this character. Um, but what you said, Jordan, when you get to the third act and a lot of stuff kind of comes to head, I felt like a lot of it's glossed over, like like the twins stealing all of his money, or one of them is, and then one of them dies, and then a lot. I felt that kind of upset me in the fact that. We spent literally like a thirty-minute chapter with these twins learning them, yada yada and yada. And they both and die. Then, and then, yeah, and then the, the entire, um, the entire finale with them is just glossed over in like fifteen seconds. Not know? just not just that, but then you realize Vince Vaughn really isn't this. He's not even know, smart. Isn't this bad dude? Yeah, that, he's you know, not this huge that you should be fearing genius or something. Drug lord that you think he's a he dude is, from yeah. Memphis that, that got kind of lucky. And that, like, was kinda, yeah. that was kind of disappointing. As far as Vince Vaughn goes. He's not the worst actor in the world, but I feel like almost every role that he plays, I see the same person. It's he's he doesn't have much of a range, and I kind of felt like I got that he, here too. He has. I, I understand what you're saying. He's not. 
he he's not Daniel Day Lewis or anything, no. but he has he, he does have a a darker side, a more serious side, more dramatic side that I do like. I don't think he's an I don't think he's a great actor by any stretch of the means, but I think he's good enough to um you know expand a little bit and do roles like this. What's the other movie? Uh, Brawl in Cell Block Ninety Nine. He's in um, fighting with a family, and he's kind of just kind of like. Oh yeah. He's he's the coach kind of. He's pretty good in that. He's he's kind of Vince Vaughn though in that one too, yeah, where that's he's what like I'm he's saying. just Most a funny of his guy. Characters are Vince Vaughn to me. It's um, just, and I don't know that that's a you know that's not a real term, but yeah, it just feels um, like I've seen parts of th- parts of him in this movie. I have seen in other parts that he's played. It's it's not a huge range. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, really well, yeah, we we talked about him, but overall I thought he was pretty good in this movie. Um I thought Liam Hemsworth was pretty good in this movie. I thought Clark Duke himself was pretty good in this movie. Uh, I felt like our main characters that we followed and semi cared about, I felt like they were all pretty good. However, there there were some extras or there was only a co- there was a people that were in like two or three scenes or just mentioned here and there and stuff. Some of the supporting characters were garbage <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, like I at the beginning, like I think there, I think there's a guy. Yeah, Barry was dumb. I think there was a guy named Colin who I thought was a horrendous actor. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah and I mean, why bring him in if you're not going to do more with him later on? He was in two because, scenes. Yeah, because yeah. it seems like he he was a major character in this organization, if you can call it. But then all of a sudden he just disappears. What what that yeah. point you think it's an organization, then you start getting down. It's not really an organization. It's just a couple guys that are pretty much screwing over their boss the whole yeah. movie. And you find out, and then like and like you said, they gloss over the fact they take his money by just saying that's what you, is why you shouldn't have joint bank accounts. I'm like even if they're family, <laughs> I'm like and I get that. Yeah. But that was annoying. Honestly, what? I that okay uh, for our listeners. I work as a full-time banker. Anyway, <laughs> I've never never said that before, so that's a big deal. But no, I work as a full-time banker, and I've literally had that conversation with people before. People have been legitimately robbed out of their own money, but I'm like, I'm sorry, you put your buddy that you knew 20 years ago in high school, you know, on your bank account. He can take all your money and then just bounce. I mean, that's just how it is. If you know, yeah, it's, I didn't like how they just glossed over and, and just I saying think that one thing. I know what you mean, though. They did gloss over that entire section of like how Frog got screwed over by the twins and this and that. They did gloss over all that. But yeah, I think I think there also it shows that. Uh, you know, you're you're expecting this big bad drug dealer, and then you realize just how ignorant he is. Yeah, that shows his ignorance and his stupidity in this in this part of the movie. Is it just me, or like how so? How old do you think the twins are when he when he when he? Gets I know, out? I thought that too so during the movie. Just, I just have a quick uh, about the twins. How old do you think they are? So they're probably college, about eighteen. Eighteen, nineteen. They yeah. grow about eight inches yeah. by the time they're forty. I mean, they're <laughs> huge. I mean, they're all they've gotten big because they have. But I mean, they are huge guys. I thought the same and, thing, but then I was like, well, maybe they're only like sixteen when they met. And I, I don't know. Maybe they hit a growth spurt. Yeah, also, I, I also don't like how it tells you many years later. I'm like. Yeah. Well, then is that, does that mean that we're at the part of the of Kyle <laughs> yeah. now? Are we before? I didn't. That was a little bit the timeline. Right yeah. before that was pretty good. It told us the exact year, and then you go to many years later. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, yeah, does that I mean where where Kyle's at? Does that mean that it's before Kyle and Swin? So other than that kind of stuff, you start getting into the final act, and the final act is actually my favorite part. I think I think the first act's pretty good because you get introduced. But the final act, I, I like the way. I like the choices Clark Duke made. He didn't. He didn't go. And granted, this could have been ad- adapted straight from. I don't know because I didn't remember the novel. I don't know if it's how the novel ends or whatever. But I do like how he took a couple of ambitious roads because this this movie could have ended safely. It could have. I mean, they mm-hmm. they had their ways out. Like whenever they get set up by the twins or whatever, and 
Liam Hemsworth gets out of it, or Kyle, whatever, gets out of it by basically just like blinding the brother with his that with his hardcore. thumbs. It was that was a good scene. And then my favorite part of that whole scene is when Swin basically tells Kyle where his family's at finally, because that's kind of been the big thing. He's like, he's got like forty sisters. He has no clue. You know, that was kind of been a bit the whole movie. One of them's named mm-hmm. Cinnamon. Yeah, <laughs> like she's she's gonna be a stripper. <laughs> she's already correct. Cinnamon. That did correct <laughs> yeah, it's so, already Cinnamon for God's sake. And so. That was really good. They wrapped that up. He tells him where it's at because he knows that he's probably about to die. You know, he's and then he goes. My favorite line probably through the movie was like, "I know we just met, but we're gonna be friends. It always happens. Like no matter what happens, you meet me. We're gonna be friends." He says that on his way out. Yeah, Yeah. and then you hear gunshots. Well, I thought possibly that it's a there is a possibility that Swin somehow killed the brother, Mm -hmm. right? Then you just never see Swin again. So. It's alluded to a swing dies, and I'm yeah. I'm actually and I, I, good I'm with actually, that. I, I agree with you right I'm there. I'm glad he did it. I'm good with that too because if I, it would have felt pretty cliche if Swin would have somehow overpowered this beast of a man and killed him. Yeah, because there was no way that no. was happening. L- yeah, that would have felt pretty cliche just to have our hero survive. Liam on the other hand got the dumber brother. Like he's not allowed to have a gun, so he had a more of an advantage. Plus, he's Liam Hemsworth. He's huge. I mean, he yeah. they, they tried to cover him up, but he's a big dude. Like yeah, he's he pretty, wore baggy clothes, but he's he, pretty, he's cut. He's pretty cut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I did like that choice because in the drug dealer life, as they've said plenty times in this movie, it never ends very well. No. And so for Swin, it just didn't end well. And and it kind of and of course they take away the character that he's the funny one. He has the kid coming. Um, and I did like Liam Hemsworth's emotion in this. I think he finally showed a little bit of his acting. Finally, he has some emotion in this movie. Finally, yeah. And he has to go home and tell Jonna. He didn't say a word. And he, he like just go home to this place. He'll have like he's like he's got like forty sisters. The little guy will have. <laughs> Plenty of people to look over him. Um, But I loved that scene as a whole. Probably one of the best scenes in the movie, actually. It's it's heartfelt. It's got a lot of good stuff. And then I was telling Matt before we got here, my favorite cut of this movie, and I'm a big edit cut person, I love it whenever he finally finally gets the final encounter with the frog. Oh, yeah. And Kyle, and he has the gun at him, and he's like, well, he doesn't think much of Kyle. He's like, well, he's simple. And then he... He does it. He pulls the gun down, and you're like, well, "What's he doing?" Because you see a gun over here for Frog, and then the cut looks back, and you don't hear any shots, but there's two bullet holes in they, his chest. I loved that cut. When it they was went, very, it was very interesting. I like the way they did that. When they cut the sound there, you're just like, you know, what's going on? But yeah. then you realize he shot him, and that I think he, I thought that was perfect. He falls to the ground. I really did. I thought but, it was perfect. And and they kind of alluded to the fact that once you're in the business, you can't get out. And so Liam Hemsworth's yeah. character Kyle is just gonna go to Oklahoma, and he's gonna go. Either try <coughs> try to be a drug lord or go Let's, deal drugs. So one thing, one thing, one more thing I want to touch on. Uh, I, I do, I do agree with you. I did, I did like that ending sequence. I felt like that was pretty satisfying. I thought the credits um, were kind of a strange, kind of a strange choice. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they did that. Focusing on Jonna driving and everything, and you could tell. You know, I watched the whole thing. You could tell just. The I didn't. I actually paused it and then I went forward to see if there's anything else going to be happening, and there wasn't. So I yeah. just didn't watch. It them. was just kind of, you know, it was just kind of her, just kind of focus focusing on her. And her emotions and whatnot. Um, and I, I thought it was all right. It, it was an interesting choice. I wasn't against it or necessarily for it. Uh, but one thing I want to touch on is I like narration in films if it's done well. Um, it was strange in this. You get Vince Vaughn narrating a couple times, but he's talking to Vivica A. Fox's character. Or he, or you get John Malkovich narrating when he's I mean, talking like to... Yeah, or you get John Malkovich's character when he's talking to... <clears throat> 
um, Kyle and Swin. But at the beginning, you get Liam Hemsworth narrating, and then at the end, you get Liam Hemsworth narrating. I'm like, who is he talking to? Yeah. The yeah. audience, I guess. I guess. I mean, I would it's never explained. That's that's how I that's how I understood it. But I took it as I Liam didn't care for it. Liam lot. Hemsworth is the overall narrator in this film. Is how I took it because told he's, from like his perspective. I mean, this yeah, this movie is basically about Kyle. Yeah, what I, that's he, how I took it. And then, except for that frog nonsense. Except for the, all the <laughs> and then you have because Frog is a big character, and they wanted Vince. I guess they wanted the narration of Frog for his own stuff. Yeah. Because Liam couldn't have been the narrator for that because he wasn't there yeah probably wouldn't even i mean i guess he was born by that time but 85 he would have been younger so yeah. um but i took it as definitely liam hemsworth is the overall narrator but they did he did it was some weird moves having different narrators and i'd say throughout. that's a safe bet since he's the one who lived yeah and yeah. I, that's the thing i'm cool with narration if it's like if it's uh, if you can kind of figure out like i said like john malkovich is talking to kyle and swin or whatever if you can figure that out but i thought at the beginning of the movie when he started talking i was like are they ever going to explain who he's talking to? No, they don't. No, I, I just took it as he was narrating for the audience because he's basically just, I mean, just telling about himself. He's just like, yeah. I've never been for, he's watching a show. He's like, I've never been for the big house, the woman, mm-hmm. the uh, the necessities other people need. I'm just straightforward. I just want to do my job and get on with it. Yeah. That beginning scene, by the way, make, doesn't fit with the whole movie at all yeah. for me. Right. Like, I, it kind of introduced you to, like, the drug deal. He, like, has a guy. In the closet. Yeah, like <laughs> Locke picks him, throws him in the closet. He's like, you're talking about the guy in my closet, curly-headed? He's like, that's the one. We got to go to Arkansas. I'm like, the whole what? scene Why? was so weird. That was kind of strange. <laughs> but Why? whatever. That was like when I was talking about how, I don't. I think that I think the reason Colin went in the movie much, he was a horrible actor. He was atrocious. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt like they just didn't really know how to start the movie. No, I they guess, didn't. But I thought he was already in Arkansas. You could He could have just been in Arkansas. <laughs> it's not yeah. like, and you, whatever. You mentioned the dialogue earlier. I enjoyed most of the dialogue, but some of it was so awkward at times that I was just... I was like, ah, it was just cringy almost. Uh, like when they were first driving in the truck and they're talking about breastfeeding. It was weird. And then, and then his. <laughs> it's funny. I thought, and then he just automatically weird. twisted to you talking about his sisters, and it was. Uh, it was kind of <laughs> funny, but it was also really awkward, and it just. It was weird. I did agree with you, but I thought that was the point. I thought that a lot of the cringy, um, uncomfortable kind of dialogue was written that way on purpose. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why. That's why I said the overall story of this film is nothing really special. I but, didn't care for it a whole lot, but I felt like the dialogue, the interactions between characters and stuff, is what actually worked as far as the writing. But goes. as far as that first dialogue, you expect to see him throughout the entire story, and that's the only time you see something like that. You mean as like a weird, weird uncomfortable? As weird as that is, yeah. I don't know. He, he I didn't claims see dogs that. like having sex with humans later. <laughs> I didn't see, th- <laughs> so, but I didn't see yeah. a whole lot of that throughout the, throughout the story. I it was agree. just kind of a one-time weird thing. With Between them, the one-time weird thing is what he's saying. Now, oh. that wasn't between them. Like, that is weird. Yeah. It, was weird. it was kind of, I guess it was I thought you just it meant like funny. it was a weird thing that he says. I, I think like, he says a lot of weird at stuff, the beginning, Kyle doesn't want to be around anybody. I don't think he likes having anybody, and I think that's where the awkwardness comes from. I don't know if it was meant. But you're right, the awkward just go away, but they do start becoming friends. And so maybe that's what it's not it's really not a it's not an answer to it really. Like it's not yeah. you don't know really why. And I guess it doesn't matter. It's it just, doesn't and I didn't it's like it's just a the weird beginning. choice for me. Just, I yeah. didn't like the beginning dialogue either. I think the dialogue gets a lot better throughout. And I think that's on purpose probably. I mean I, I don't like, know why the dialogue would be bad and then good. I, I liked it throughout. Maybe that was just my, my personal preference, but I enjoyed it. I like some of the some of the lines of you know John Malkovich oh, yeah. throughout the movie just he just made me laugh you know yeah the whole uh, do y'all want to call me sir because you can if you want yeah <laughs> he was weird I don't mind was, yeah I, I find it corny I really kind of thought to myself I was like John Malkovich is a strange dude <laughs> he's a strange dude um <laughs> me up. but no like overall like I said this movie it has its big problems in the 
in the chapter area. Like that's if you cut a chapter of the twins or you like Matt said, maybe you just meshed a twins chapter into the frog chapter. I mean, really, because mm-hmm. that there's really no point in having all those. This movie could have been like an hour 40, probably. And yeah, I would have been like, that's what I was. I would have been gung ho hour 40 this movie. But man, I was I I, I watched a little late last night anyways, but it, that doesn't really matter. But I hit my on Apple TV. I hit my pause thing. You know, cause I was watching Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is cool because when you pause it, it shows you every actor within it and what they do. Right. I think it's kind of good cool. yeah. an x-ray thing. So I paused it for that, actually. And I was like, it's got to be almost over. It had 30 more minutes. I'm like, good <laughs> Lord. Dude. Like, it just drugged, it just drugged so much that it had. That's my main problem with it. But um, I do think it was acted all right. Some of the acting was, you know, the Barry guy, I really didn't care about. I knew he was going to die eventually. Yeah. I thought they were going to have Jonna kill him. I'm like, don't do that. I was about to be like, Lord, if Jonna kills him, I'm like, that's going to throw off the whole like thing because yeah, like dynamic because they because they even go you're one of us now which I think was yeah which was nice but she didn't have to do it she's yeah a pregnant it, woman that just was a nurse it was cool do that, not kill him it was cool though that she was like she's ready you know I'm ready to do this if this guy is gonna if this guy's gonna hurt us like I'm yeah. ready to do whatever it takes I thought that was cool but yeah Liam Hemsworth just bashes him <laughs> yeah <throw a> <laughs> which I knew was gonna happen because Liam just like the moment he opens the door and just runs off I'm like oh he's gonna <laughs> kill him somehow and I wish they would explain his limp like why does he have a limp does anybody I don't know, know? <laughs> I just assumed I literally thought about that I was like he's been through some crap I guess I'm guessing he's had a bad deal and he just got his leg broke or something I don't know I mean but yeah I just assumed he's been sorry, through some little crap things I, a, little things I think of just like where'd your limb come from bro because like and sometimes I feel like he doesn't have it like, like most of the time he does but sometimes he's walking around like does he have his limb it still was, I felt like it was near like the last 30-40 minutes he had it <laughs> yeah, I don't know it was just, like I said overall I do like this movie and I watch it, I'd watch it again so I agree with you I'd watch it again uh, so now we'll go ahead and get into the grading of this in alpha in alphabetical order alphabetically. <laughs> in alphabetically um so what did you guys give what would you guys give this movie a to z you guys for give? me i thought it was i thought it was a good movie uh i thought it was a really good uh directorial debut mm-hmm. uh so i gotta yeah, give I, him, I gotta give him credit for that one mm-hmm. uh it was watchable it was it was funny at parts it was there were some cringeworthy moments but Overall, I thought it was a good movie. I would give it a B, I guess. Okay. I'd say a B. Okay. What do you think? Uh, you make, know, no, it, make it B minus. Sorry, okay. I give it a, a B minus. Okay. I, I probably liked it. I probably enjoyed the film, and I would probably watch it. I feel like I enjoyed it more than more than either one of you guys, but I might give it the lowest grade. I'm gonna say a C minus. Um, I did. I did enjoy it. There was just a lot of strange choices and a lot of pacing issues and whatnot. Um, and that's not by any stretch of the means. I would watch. I'd watch this over something like Old Guard, which I gave a C plus to. Now I'm looking back on that thinking I was an idiot. But anyway, <laughs> I'm probably gonna land on a C minus for Arkansas, though. I actually would go back and watch Old Guard again. I don't think that's a bad of a movie, but and that I wasn't bad. And I would. I wouldn't say. I actually really do like this movie. I wouldn't say you like it more than me, probably, because I'm gonna give it a better grade, a little bit better. Well, not much, but I do like this movie. I just, I just can't get past that second act. If that second act was better, it would be like in the yeah, was B plus to A minus for me. Like I think it's got an okay story. It just like got so mm-hmm. stagnant in that That's second act. That's why the act. last Jedi sucks for me. Yeah, <laughs> like the second act is so stagnant that it just doesn't go anywhere. It's not, it's not even fun to watch. So I'm gonna give it a C plus just okay. because 
Um, We're all kind of right there. In it's right. Area. It's right there. And I think, and IMDb has it a five point nine, which I think is really low. Seeing as like as we like we said yeah, earlier, I don't think that's necessarily fair. X Men Origins is a six point six. Like <laughs> we said that off podcast. Like this yeah, movie yeah. like <laughs> some kind of like come on. I think I gave it a seven on IMDb because I can't give it a six point five. You know, it's not yeah, a six to me. I think I'll end on a six. I was like, that's you know. And I'd like to say one more thing that had this come out in theaters and we and I paid to see it in theaters, I would not have been happy. This was a stay-at-home watch for yeah, me. I, I mean, it's it's just not like a theater. It doesn't. It it's not like Christopher Nolan's latest movie. It doesn't beg to be seen in the theaters or anything. No, I, I think I would have liked to see it in theaters. I, I like to watch any movie I can in theaters. Now, granted, it would have yeah. been great to pay for it. To pay, I probably pay, to pay that have. much movie to see see this movie in theaters. I would, I would definitely I would say that about you should have left. Like that would have been mad <laughs> maddening to go watch theaters. But this yeah. one, I think I I think I've been okay with. But I'm a little bit different on the thinking of theatrical stuff than you two are. Always have been. So um, I yeah. just like watching things in theaters. But um, I do agree that I probably would have left a little bit unsatisfied from a theater than I was my own couch because I was like, well, it's just two hours. I, I kind of I didn't waste, but I got to watch Amazon Prime for free. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's it wasn't too bad. Like because Vivarium's on there, I'm gonna watch that soon too. It's, it's on Prime. So. That looks interesting. Well, I haven't um, seen that yet. Oh wait, yeah, yeah Vivarium, yeah, dude, that it. was weird. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I was thinking of something else. That'll be the end of this podcast. Join us uh, as we usually do. We have we have another next week. It's I'm excited about the one that's coming out next week. Um, I've heard good and bad things about the movie we're talking about doing. So, um, yeah, and join us on Saturdays as usual. We'll have our um, podcast that was actually as we're as we're recording this one out right now so um at the end of our superhero bracket so that's it yeah that's pretty fun uh yeah like jordan said we're doing new we're gonna try to be doing new release films every week or so um but yeah thank you for listening to this it's been fun talking about uh new movies just giving a quick review for you guys um but yeah, please keep listening to our normal show, which is up every Saturday. Uh, if you guys like what you hear and you want to reach out to us, there's places you can do that. We're on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Reach out to us, uh, chit chat with us, let, it know, let us know what you thought about this episode or any episode for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs> The bubble, 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 the bubble,